0: J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, come to the friend zone. Good time. Yes, it's the friend zone
1: with Tim and because making friends is the best idea of all
0: time.
1: Hello and welcome to the friend zone. a safe space where myself, Carl Montgomery, and my esteemed friend Tim Bat have a conversation with not just one another, but with you, our nearest and Dearest, I'm coming to you live from New York City at 7pm on a Monday. Tim, what's happening in your corner of the world?
2: This is young Timbo coming to you live and direct from Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, it's 11.02 in the morning, beautiful sunny day here. We're in the middle of winter, guys, so we've got that gorgeous low-hanging sun that just seems to pierce through the environment to give you those gorgeous rays when the air is chilly and uh, hits in just such a way that it produces a, a lovely light. I love the light of winter, you know? What can I say? I'm a sucker for winter light. You're a, you're a classicist, Tim. You love uh, golden hour, whether it be
1: at morning or by night. You love the winter light.
2: Uh, what's happening in God, your life, man? How are you going? What's, hap- what's happening in my life? Um, counting down to a trip to Vietnam and Bali for a honeymoon. That'll be cool. Uh, that's happening very shortly. Uh, never been to, to Bali or Vietnam, so I'm excited about that uh what else just been wrapping up a little web series that i've been making for months and months and months guy oh boy is it stretched on and on and had a lot of problems but i'm very proud of what we've managed to get out uh which is the male gaze uh web series adapted from the podcasts um it's good Bit. stuff and it's out Bit. there after a, a small battle with me with a tv network it is available for the masses on youtube without geoblock Um, Well that is outstanding news And a
1: show that I've watched the first few episodes of And thoroughly enjoyed In fact, one of the two hosts of that show Eli Mathewson uh, Is presently in New York City After we finish this record I'm going to go and meet him For a little meal I like to call
2: Dinner How has it been hosting some good old Kiwi Because that's not, not the only Kiwi That you've had there with you
1: that is correct. Uh, Alice Sneddon recently flown the coup, as recently as about an hour ago. Uh, it's been a joy, can I be honest? We've had a lot of laughs. we had a lot of laughs. Uh, because of the, the heat of the house and the lack of a central air conditioning unit, Alice and I have been bedfellows and we made a pretty formidable team. Uh, a few nights, can I say this, we probably stayed up a little too late from all of the laughing. Real slumber party vibes uh honestly a fantastic guest she bought me a beautiful house plant um she bought a, a a water jug with a filter in it for our fridge we've been running a pretty tight ice game but to have chilled water on hand as well i mean we are living in the lap of luxury uh, and she's off to edinburgh to chase her dream of spending all of her money somewhere in the uk in the space of less than a month. I wish her all the best. Her show is called Self-Titled. And uh, I can assure you that I think Alice is one of the funniest comedians in New Zealand right now. So if you e- are in Edinburgh and listening along, I would highly recommend that show. Alongside uh, all of our other, you know, uh, little little empire and New Zealand associates, Eli Matheson included is taking his show. I'm not sure what one it's called. Probably The Year of Magical Fucking. Also worth a look. Mm.
2: Uh, I think he might be taking an inconvenient puff, perhaps. But I could be wrong on that. I don't know. Uh, look, let's let's dwell on our other friends, dote on them, if we shall, because they've gotten in touch with us, guy. And mm, they're droves. Can I speak to Daniel? Do we have a D in the crowd? Do we have a a, a Dorothy, a Dan, a Don? Uh, it's Daniel. Mister John White. Edwards, please proceed. You, I don't have a secret family. How dare you? I'm on the level. I tell you. Swinging a miss you bastards I don't know if you remember me but a year and a half ago I was listening to the potty when my phone suddenly restarted and my SD card was broken losing many precious photos and costing me some money to replace have I read this one before guy I not that I can so. recall maybe I'm remembering the original fucking email the memories coming back. Well, a couple of weeks ago, on the 24th anniversary of my birth, no less, while I was getting a filling at the dentist, it happened again while I was listening to your new overlooked and undercooked venture. Sure you might say that this is an example of the countless hours of entertainment you boys have provided me and just by sheer volume your potty has coincided with playing during both of these incidents, however I'm pretty sure the truth is that your dulcet kiwi tones were too much for my American SD cards to handle and my SD cards swooned themselves to death. Either way it is definitely your fault you bastards. And about the real Rob. I thought you were exaggerating about the lighting, but even on my crappy TV, the eyes were just so eerily blue. I could only make it half an episode before I gave up. You boys are good, strong boys, real American goddamn heroes. If I were president, I'd give you two the Medal of Honor. Say my name, Daniel Thompson. The Medal of Honor guy. You used to get uncomfortable when I said we were in the trenches. How do you figure that? Well, the medal of honour is a
1: turn of phrase I've had to grow increasingly comfortable with uh, over the duration of my side hustle hosting the popular television show uh, and much maligned, might I say, Fail Army, uh, a, a show I have co-written and hosted uh, and voiced a hundred episodes of <laughs> with Joseph Moore.
2: You- You guys briefly got the bump for another show in New Zealand, but that show didn't perform so well, and now everyone was furious about that, and now everyone's furious that you're back in that time slot, as I understand it. No one I've come across has expressed
1: anything but praise and happiness uh, that the video boys are back in their rightful slot anchoring the very important comedy lineup on TV3, 9.45pm. If you are lucky enough to be in New Zealand, be sure to give it a watch. All of this to say, the turn of phrase Medal of Honor is something I've had to grow uh, to love as on every single episode at the end of the compilation of videos, we have no creative control over choosing how they are put together or edited. There is a compilation called the Medal of Honour, where we give out three Medals of Honour to the three purportedly best, most humorous, or painful videos from that night's episode. I mean, so you'd think they appear to be chosen at
2: total random. Uh, Honestly, I feel like people are getting a real, a real look behind the curtain of the New Zealand television industry this year, which I love. The
1: entire industry doesn't work under the same sort of uh, rules and regulations as Fail Army, which I've got to say, uh, I don't think any of the superiors have uh, watched or read a script that we've written or watched a a hot dang second of what we're making because we have pushed the envelope as far as we can and they keep on commissioning more episodes. It is the cheapest show they can make. Uh, It's thoughtless almost. It, 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 It rates its absolute pants off. And uh, I hope I haven't overplayed my hand, but uh, it's also gone some ways to bankrolling, uh, you know, certain parts of my lifestyle, like the ability to move to America. Uh, So uh, if you are listening, any of the executives at TV3 and you're thinking about squeezing the trigger on another 20 episodes, I will happily come back for the month of your choosing uh, to withdraw from the sweet, sweet Bank of New Zealand and fail army once more as I continue to misguidedly and boneheadedly chase my dream of succeeding in comedy here in America. Tim Anthony Madej writes, Yeah. Hey, boys. I just finished listening to the We Are Your Friends episode 60 and wanted to send a quick thank you. I'm a Kiwi that's been living in Montreal for the past two years, which is both fun and difficult at times. So it's been a delight to listen to your podcast whenever I've been feeling a little homesick and in the need of some homely culture, particularly when you seem to have fully avoided what I consider the least enjoyable part of being a New Zealander, the occasional hyper-masculinity. If you don't know what I mean, the phrase harden up is used all too often, but maybe that's just my experience. I digress. Thank you for enduring such a project in the name of art and for all the enjoyable hours of content you've produced and I hope that shining lights are plentiful now that it's all over. Thanks again. Anthony, P.S., I don't know whether the friend zone is still going on, but if so, you can say my name, you don't have to read the P.S. Also, if you happen to be in Montreal, I know the best weed guy in the city to ensure this visit is enjoyable, I'll even pay. Well, before we get to the message, I'd quickly like to say to Anthony and anyone else listening along in Montreal, I'm actually going to be there uh, performing a stand-up show very soon at a place called Bar Loic. I don't quite know how to pronounce that. It's L-O-I-C. Um, like what? No, 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 not like it's that. Not. Please, not like this. Uh, on August the fourth, which is a Friday, I believe. Uh, so that's you know about two weeks away. No, it's a, it's a Saturday night, August the fourth. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Um, if you Google Guy Montgomery Montreal, I assume you'll find them. I know that it's right after Just for Laughs, a festival for which I did not get booked, uh, but I'm doing it anyway. Somebody stop me.
2: Wait, what do you mean? What does that mean? Well,
1: well, it's just by coincidence. Like, I'm going up to do a show the week after Just for Laughs finishes, so I imagine that the people of Montreal probably will have had more than their fix of comedy, and then I swan into town, riding a train, bareback, no less, uh, and try and persuade, you know, the the those left over who haven't been satiated by the unrelenting laughter of 47 Netflix specials being recorded simultaneously. Uh... August 4th Guy Montgomery performs stand up at Bar Lowick, which is in uh, the not, is it not, 5001 Notre Dame St Street West in Montreal
2: do you get the sense that Netflix are on a mission to get all of the subscription money that they get from their global membership and piss it away on comedy specials because that's what it's starting to feel like to me oh
1: You'd think so, but the thing is, comedy specials are so cheap to produce. I mean, they're going to have to work so much harder to piss away
2: the sheer volume of money that they must be accruing. Um, the problem I is, will, I think I, everyone I gets that- billed on the same day of the month, so they're going to like make a, a, a thousand comedy specials. But then it's the first of the month again and all the money gets dumped back in their bank account. I assume this is how it works. And they have to go and spend all of that those millions of dollars again.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say this. I race. do think and have for some time thought that what the world is really missing in these torrid and trying times is 47 half hours of stand-up comedy released simultaneously on one streaming network. So, uh, you know, the world waits with bated breath. But
2: I'd like to say—is that huge... no exaggeration? The, hold on—the forty-seven specials figure—that was—is that a legit number? I thought you yeah, plucked yeah. that from your your rear end. No, no, no—that's what's happening. Wow, fuck! Some would call it a bubble. Anyway. Um, another <laughs> Thank message. you to
1: Anthony. Well, I'd just like to say thanks, Anthony. Uh, I will be there for that weekend. I don't know. I can't guarantee that I'll see you as I'm, I've got uh, multiple friends to catch up with. I used to live there briefly myself, but I'll, I'll make the effort. Hopefully, I'll see you at the show, if not uh, elsewhere, to smoke some of the uh, that good karma, that good marijuana, and the great words of New Zealand band Fire. Hi, Guy McFucked
2: Guy and Tim. <laughs> Probably probably top five that I've ever heard actually Guy McFuck Guy and Tim uh, so, sounds long like time... something yes. you wrote it does isn't it I'm a long time listener first time caller before today I thought the party was a safe space that was not until I listened to the last friend zone barely two minutes in deep blue sea was brought up Uh, Over a mischaracterization which led to a flood of horrifying, nightmarish visions from my childhood. When I was four, my parents uprooted me from New Zealand to the shores of Turkey. Because there weren't any English-speaking schools, I was dropped into a Turkish class where I had to learn Turkish in order to avoid the torrent of older kids over Gallipoli. Ah, the torment of older kids over Gallipoli. Fast forward two years, my parents took the family... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, should we just hit pause and explain what that Gallipoli reference is for a moment?
1: I think maybe, for our international audience. Yeah.
2: So New Zealand has a, um, one of our sort of uh, national days of remembrance is Anzac Day, which speaks to a battle that happened in World War One, where the New Zealand and Australian joint forces landed on the beaches of Gallipoli and uh, got absolutely decimated. It was like a great military defeat for our side and um, I, I unfortunately I should know this I don't know how many people were killed but I think it was in the hundreds of our countrymen were uh, mowed down and there is remembrance celebrations every year to um, honour the, the dead and um, it's a it's a, a national uh Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices up
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: This episode is sponsored
1: by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to. So that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it
2: straight. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit
1: betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash
2: all time. holiday in New Zealand. It's a big yeah, deal. Yeah,
1: the, the, the Brits famously hung us out to dry as they said come on lads, this is the beach. Uh, little were we to know that uh, the enemy were there ready to pick us off you know as was their wand, it was their beach but uh yeah. certainly the notion that Turkish school children uh use that to taunt New Zealanders is sort of a, a pretty even split to me between comical and absolutely harrowing
2: yeah yeah it's a bit much uh, okay so now we're all caught up Fast forward two years, my parents took the family out for a forced fun trip to the movies. Dad decided that it would be a good idea to see Deep Blue Sea, and was set on it. The poor movie attendant tried to explain uh, through me that the movie was highly inappropriate for a six-year-old, which I then relayed to my dad, who couldn't speak any Turkish. Never want to step down, Dad insisted. And I had to endure the worst 90 minutes of my life. For years to follow, I was absolutely absolutely terrified of the ocean and the unknown. I have since come to terms with it. I thought Deep Blue Sea's sheer mediocrity as a film would mean that it would never necessitate any mention in my conversation, uh, in any conversation, but you've since proved me wrong. I will remain a dedicated listener, but from this day forward, I will listen a little bit closer on the edge of my seat. Keep up the painstaking work. Always good to see two good boys waving the Kiwi flag. Say my name. bilu Seamus. Bilu B e l l e w. Yeah, I mean, whatever works. I think man. is, his, I think Seamus is his first name. Judging by how his email address is constructed, but it's it's flipped it around and in, uh, in Gmail. Um, Seamus, what a tale! I'm so sorry that we um, brought up some terrible memories. That did really fuck you up as a kid if you saw that movie too young. God, people get eaten by sharks for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah,
1: sharks are scary enough as it is. Uh, so you don't really need like the additional fuel on the fire of being terrified like you know your imagination is capable of letting the idea of sharks run riot uh, pretty much from you know when you first discover they exist until you're, I would say during or post adolescence so as a six year old to have the best or second best shark movie I haven't seen Jaws uh, dangled in your face would really put the fear of fucking sharks in you
2: it also sucks that that nightmare association has come to you from a film that from memory wasn't particularly well made there's a sort of a it, badge of honour about getting a fear mm-hmm. of sharks from Jaws because it's such a great incorrect. film but getting it from I, Deep Blue Sea
1: how, how quickly we forget uh, I was seeing this movie's praises last time we spoke to him it is a fantastic mm-hmm. bit of cinema truly an A plus B movie uh, like Jaws and Jurassic Park for the kind of modern era uh, I've got a question here, it's just a short one, um, mm. from a guy named Ryan, who's asking if the Grown Ups 2 script performance, uh, the original recording ever got released, which the original recording would have been us in the town hall at Grey Lynn, uh, with a cast of very funny oh. New Zealand comics. That spanned three hours and was a fundraiser for the night and that night alone. So that one was never released. There is still, however, a recording we did in conjunction with Ben's Acker and Blacker of the Thrilling Adventure Hour uh, featuring an all star cast headlined by Busy Phillips and an Adam Sandler for the ages. I'm not misremembering this. Melanie Linsky's in that, right? Melanie Linsky and Jason Ritter, real life partners to this day.
2: What the fuck, man? We were on a heady trajectory. What happened to us? What are you talking about? We're still going. I guess so. It just doesn't feel quite as good. I actually forwarded you a um, big juicy email over there, Guy, if you want to grab it.
1: With pleasure. I'm just getting Gmail up and running over on the computer.
2: Here we go. Can I say as well, Melanie Linsky and Jason Ritter, they were so lovely. They were so nice. Everyone Everyone was, but I was a bit starstruck. I was running around trying to make sure that the recording would be all right, and uh, God, they—they just everyone couldn't have been nicer.
1: I'd just quickly like to delve back into one of my favorite memories from one of our shared trips to LA, Tim. And forgive me if I've told this on the podcast before, but uh, you and I were doing an interview with the fantastic interviewer and writer Kenneth Arthur, who was running for the (laughs) AV Club at the time. We were in a corner coffee (laughs) shop. And you were in the throes of a diatribe explaining uh, the New Zealand culture and the respect and reverence with which we treat celebrities, whereby if they had to visit our country, we have a no-nonsense, put-our-heads-down-and-let-them-enjoy-themselves sort of attitude. In fact, you went so far as to decry celebrity culture and suggest the idea of falling over celebrities is wasted time for all and sundry. In the midst of this monologue, one Kiva Sutherland walks into the coffee shop and you interrupt your own train of thought specifying that this is the sort of behavior you love to denigrate to say holy shit that's Kiefer Sutherland and you jump up and follow him out of the coffee shop I did one of the most inspired moves in the history of conversation
2: yeah the comic timing was uh, delivered from the universe itself that was amazing we were in Los Feliz in a lovely big sunny cafe and he walked in the front door he was like 20 meters away and I was like this is a big fish I ain't letting this one get away it was weird he took off his sunglasses he looked around and then decided it wasn't for him and walked back out and I fucking ran after him but he managed to get back across the other side of the street and in his very nice sports car too quickly for me to obtain uh, some sort of evidence that the event had transpired vis-a-vis a autograph or a photo perhaps mate i was a big was, 24 fan what can i say you no, know no. I, I, we're all we're all hypocrites aren't we well the maybe timing of
1: the, the the timing of the moment was uh, too much to me i i loved it um so anyway the the email is as follows subject i saw this article on npr and thought of you boys dear Spindly timberley and flash i recently heard a report on npr that reminded me of you brave boys there's a link Uh, to an article that I've tried to open. It says, Page Not Found, but I can deduce from the link that the headline is Day Job Mastering Quality Control Technician. Uh, Thankfully, we've been given a debrief beneath it. It turns out that the last step in the editing process for a Hollywood film is to have some unfortunate soul, grandiosely titled A Mastering Quality Control Technician, watch the completed project over and over again to catch any tiny errors that may have slipped past the editor. To quote Case. Casey Treller, the man interviewed in the report, I've watched Transformers 2 at least 15 times. Every episode of Star Trek multiple times in multiple languages, every day I get up and drive to a little office park in Burbank and I watch TV and movies and I look for mistakes in them 8 to 10 hours a day. These quotes in particular called to mind the darkest days of the worst day of all time. Quote, if you watch something more than once, there's a sort of specific fatigue that sets in where you're dreading knowing what happens and you just want to get to the end of it. End quote. New quote, it made me feel sick towards the end. It made my body feel bad, end quote. (laughs) But the parallels don't end there. Instead of starting a podcast, this brave boy, along with some co-workers, started a band to express their rage against the Hollywood machine. This group, Happy Campers in 3D, bases their music around, quote, diving maybe too deeply into the world of the Friday the 13th series, end quote. Perhaps you see where I'm going with this. If every Hollywood feature goes through this process, there must be a group of people who have also watched Grown Ups 2, Sex and City 2, or We Are Your Friends an unhealthy number of times. Imagine if you could get in touch with them. Did they catch what really happened to be arms? Perhaps new insights into Coffee Guys' mission. Maybe one of them was able to figure out if Sikoli and Emily Rajatkowski had sex in that hotel room. Well, I can answer that one for you, friend. It's certainly a No. I don't know if it's any comfort that you were never alone in your dark quest, but remember when you walk along the beach of your memories, when there were more footprints, Casey Treller and the rest of the master and quality control technicians were walking with you. I'm proud to hashtag pay the boys through Patreon. And as long as you keep putting out podcasts and friend zones, I'll keep listening. Say my name, you beautiful Kiwis. Eli Smith. Eli, thank you so much. That was a joy to read, beautifully written, and a fascinating book. Yeah
2: tale a real 10 out of 10 great content well presented and the quotes that you thank god you had put them in the body of the email in addition to them being in the uh the article we can't get up because i tell you what that that could have been words those could have been words out of my own mouth the sentiment was exactly the same it makes my body feel bad i mean that's truly where we were at particularly that, sex in the city too, no man.
1: those was, second like, two those second quote. two quotes i'm fairly certain were our oh, quote—it was us, huh I—I imagine so. The—the way I—I I interpret it was certainly
2: as such. Um, while I'm here, also, I just quickly like to say that we got no, hold out. on, hold on. I would just uh, these quotes in particular call to mind the darkest days of the worst idea of all time. I reckon this is from the article. God, this is such a good mystery because we can't get the (laughs) the page to open. I think you're right. I might have misinterpreted that. But, I mean, the
1: crossover is so strong that neither of us can fucking tell. So, there you go. Mm. There you are. Uh, I also just have this article I'd like to shout out uh, from Jimmy, who just sent a link saying, Check this, Patty got his own lead in a film with a smiley face. Uh, And it is a fair to middling review of Midnight Sun the movie where he plays the partner of a teenage girl with a rare genetic disorder that makes her skin unable to repair UV damage meaning she can only go outside at night um, he plays probably the the understanding at some points long suffering and eventually a mm-hmm. uh, very fulfilled partner of the girl with the disease it sounds like Twilight with lower stakes if I'm being honest
2: I fell into a bit of a hole with that movie uh a few weeks ago when it was first uh, that I think the trailer got put up and some people were sending me that I, on Twitter and it's got a lot of criticism for uh, copying a movie that came before it by about three years or so um, to a very 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 specific level so it sounds like this is one of those movies that sort of aped another successful uh, teen film in a bit of a cash grab and unfortunately our boy Paddy's been caught in the crossfire but never fear. Blaze Pizza stocks have never been looking more promising than they are right now. Um, Surely if ever there was a time for those unholy bastards of the pizza oven to finally pay their dues, it's right now. I mean, they've got franchises and cash coming out of all Orify, a little little bloody pocket change for some of the original boys. You know, before there was LeBron, there was Tim and Guy. And I just wish that Blaze Pizza could respect that.
1: After there was Patty, but before there was LeBron. I couldn't agree more. Mm. Uh, I can't imagine they're still listening, but if they are, we'll take anything.
2: Yeah, we will. I mean, last time we met, we took a few vouchers off them, but that didn't serve me very well because I had to get on a plane to come back to New Zealand. But uh, checks are good. Uh, PayPal, look, I'll learn how to get a Bitcoin wallet if that's what it comes to. Uh, let's let's sort out the details offline, though, boys. eh? Good stuff. Righto.
1: Uh, you got any more correspondence there, my man?
2: I think that might be it. I think the well is dry for now, guy. And I actually, uh, unfortunately, need to probably go. Sadly, some other work beckons. Well, no worries. Work. Sadly, at all. some work beckons. Uh, well,
1: my friend, I'd like to say this to you. A pleasure as always. Uh, thank you so much, everyone who
2: wrote us. Uh, please keep an ear out. Keep an eye out uh, for Send us more. stuff. Go to facebook.com slash time and send us a message. If you've never sent one before, this is how it works. You just send us one, and then we'll read it on here. Tell us where you are, maybe what you do while you're listening, um, any little questions that you've ever had about the podcast, and uh, we're happy to answer them. I don't think we've ever pre-screened an email before on reading this. I'm lucky, I think it's unbelievable that we haven't gotten more trouble than we have through the history of these blind readings of emails that come through to us. We're like Ron well, Burgundy, but luckily we don't have any rambunctious bosses or co-workers trying to, you know, uh, ankle tap us. Look, they're, they're good folks out there,
1: and uh, and you're a good folk. Uh, and, man, I've got to take a piss so badly. Cool, man. Hey, you enjoy it. Yeah, you too. You enjoy Thanks. knowing I'm taking a good piss.
2: Well done. Fare thee well, Guy Montgomery. See ya.
1: Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Because making
0: friends is the best idea of all time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.